Welcome to Season 4 of Shine Time Radio, a monthly unedited podcast exploring themes around overwhelm with the insights and supports of tarot and coaching. I'm Jenny Robertson and I'm the tarot reader, coach and space holder here at Shine Time Coaching. I'm a Rainer Institute trained coach, heart-centered tarot reader, a lifelong learner, your trail buddy, and your introverted cheerleader. This place is for the overwhelmed dreamers, triers, and magic makers who are looking for a more intuitive, gentle, and supportive way back to themselves. Hey everyone, welcome to May's podcast episode um, of Shine Time Radio. This month we are, you all voted (laughs) and we had a couple options, but this one seemed to come out quite strongly around releasing what no longer serves us uh, and what no longer enriches our lives. Um, Yes, I can understand why this one is popular. Um, In coaching, we typically focus on forward movement and sort of upwardly spiralic thoughts, behaviors and choices. Um, And also, (laughs) it's really, really hard to travel forward and up with a heavy, overly packed bag full of things that aren't supportive to where we want to go. Um, so release work ends up being a really big part of the work I do with folks, whether it's one-to-one coaching or the coaching-informed tarot readings. Uh, so I understand why this one's so popular. Um, and it's also a lot of work that I do personally for myself um, that I find both the coaching sort of um, tips and tricks and um, theory stuff, as well as the tarot that I practice, I find them to be both very, very supportive to this kind of work. Um, the gift that we can give ourselves, the gift of release, is a really important part of self-development and healing. Um, and I think it's something that also can be quite challenging. Um, I think we can all <laughs> agree and um, recognize that we are can be held back by things, that we can held back by our beliefs, um, by our habits, by our um, by our environment. <laughs> there's things around us um, and there's things we can't control. I should definitely mention that. There's things that we, that will be limiting us that we can't always control or that we don't have um, the possibility of of releasing you know there's there's certain structures to our world and our society um and to our day-to-day responsibilities that we know would we would maybe be better off without but um not maybe there's definitely things we'd be better off without but and also (laughs) there's a lot of things that we can do for ourselves to help give us a bit more space um, to help give us a bit more to make sure that we are, you know, shifting into a bit more of alignment for ourselves. And that's the stuff that I work with, on, you know, work with people on and work with myself on. Um, and, you know, recognizing the difference. <laughs> um, and, you know, we are allowed to release stuff that doesn't serve us anymore. Um, we are allowed to release past versions of ourselves um, we're allowed to release mistakes that we made, you know, guilt around stuff that may be holding us back from moving forward. Um, stories about who we are that were usually gifted to us by other people or by society. 
Um, we're allowed to release behaviors and habits that don't suit us or support us. Um, we're allowed to release jobs, people, places that no longer support us and explore other options. Um, we are allowed to release understandings of the world before, you know, our understandings of the world before we learned better or before we understood, you know, before we were enlightened. <laughs> we are allowed to release thought patterns and belief systems that aren't aligned with our core values. Um, we are allowed to release limiting ideas about our potential and our possibilities um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff we're allowed to, to contemplate and to explore um, letting go of. We do this to lighten our loads and we do this to make space for better and more, even if, or especially if, we don't know exactly what that better and more may be. We're allowed to release something simply because we know it isn't for us anymore or it doesn't feel right anymore. And that's enough. That's enough to know. Um, sometimes the thing we would like to let go of is a really obvious one, one we've kind of been aware of for some time or one that is particularly harmful or impeding. Um, but other times a thing could be quite subtle and small. And I can confirm <laughs> that subtle shifts and releases are just as potent as the big obvious ones or can be just as potent. And I would say through coaching, often what happens is people come to me um, with something particular in mind. And what happens is these little shifts and releases happen along the way that are actually uh, very, po very potent and very, um, you know, very opening. So um, yeah, it's being open minded, isn't it? To what what is ready to, to go. And sometimes I should also mention the thing that we want to release could have been something that really served us for a long time, something that really was supportive and serving for, for quite some time. It doesn't necessarily mean the thing that we're releasing is a bad thing. In fact, I would say often if we can get out of that mindset of like good versus bad, a good thing, bad thing, um, it can be really helpful as well. That doesn't, they don't, you know, that thing doesn't have to be wrong necessarily because and you don't have to be wrong for having engaged with it for, for as long as you did. It can just be a real, oh, okay, this thing that I found comfort in or that I thought was supportive or that felt supportive for a long time is kind of holding me back now. So I'm going to let that thing go. And it's time to work through that to let it go. Um, so yes, it's not, it's not always, or often a big bad versus or good versus evil or anything like that. And mo mo most of life isn't, <laughs> but there's definitely just awareness. It's just being, being open to being reflective, um, and to having a little bit of time to assess what's going on, where we're at, what we have, what we're carrying and what we, where we want to go and whether those things that we're carrying with us are going to get us there or even get us in the general direction. So there are three essential parts to releasing something and really the work of release, as you probably guessed, <laughs> begins way before the actual release happens. So there's acknowledgement and then the processing and then the actual release. And of course, there are, you know, there's a tarot card for that. <laughs> there always is. I mean, there are many tarot cards for this work, but I'm going to focus on three main ones. The chariot, the hanged one, um, or hanged being, or hanged man, as it's known in other decks, and death. 
don't panic. <laughs> we can't release what we don't know is no longer for us. You know, we can't release what we don't acknowledge as being something we've either outgrown or something that is doing us harm or something that is holding us back. We can't release something we don't acknowledge. Sometimes it's way easier than other times to look straight at a thing and know it's no longer the right thing for us to carry and hold. Um, other times it can be a little sort of inkling, a wee intuitive nudge, you know, something that just doesn't quite feel right anymore. Um, sometimes we can see it so clearly and sometimes it takes time with a lot of circling around it before we can kind of own it. And both are totally right and both are totally part of our personal journey with things. Um, there's no right or wrong here with how long or how, you know, how easy or hard it is to, to kind of come around to something. Um, in this section of acknowledgement, a card that's really supportive is the chariot. And the chariot is the seventh card in the major arcana um, and comes at the end of line one. Um, and it's a jumping off point from to a different level of work. And so a natural stopping point to assess and reflect you know, what's coming with me? What do I need to move forward? Is there anything that's holding me back? Is there anything that feels a bit ick or off? And yes, ick is a technical coaching term here, shine time coaching. You know, it's just that, mm, yeah, there's something not quite right. Um, what are some shoulds that I'm carrying around, but aren't actually mine to own? When we assess at this point, we're really looking at what's in our backpack, so to speak. So our backpack is a vehicle that carries the tools, stories, belief systems, values, resources, hopes and dreams that we want to take forward with us. And this card, we get, you know, in this work, this acknowledgement, we get to pull all the things out and we, we want to check and see what what's for us, what gets to come and what are we making space for? How, what are we going to leave behind to make more space? Once we've acknowledged something we would like to release, we need to give ourselves some time to sit with and process it. Um, there can be a bit or a lot of grieving um, and emotion that can come up once we identify something that we're ready to release. There can be a variety of emotions that want to come forward. You know, there can be anger, jealousy, fear, worry, etc. And this is totally normal and totally good. Um, but it's the part we often want to skip over because feeling our feelings is hard. <laughs> no one wants to do it. Um, no one really loves this part. I don't know anyone that loves this part. I mean, there might be some people out there that love this part, but I don't know any of them. <laughs> um, and that's where the hanged one comes in. It's a real surrender card, a real surrender energy. It's that sort of feel, deal, heal kind of vibe. Um, there's no release without it. There's no release without surrendering to the process phase, to that sort of surrendering to the process phase. Sorry. <laughs> the hanged one is the 12th card in the major arcana and precedes the death card. Um, my tarot teacher, Lindsay Mack, refers to this card as the actual process of dying. She sort of likens it to, you know, trees, uh, deciduous trees in the autumn time when they die, you know, when the leaves die on the tree. And the leaf has died, but the tree's still hanging on to it. Um, it's rarely comfortable energy um, for anyone to work with. There's a lot of discomfort and processing feelings and emotions and wounding. It's also the only way we can let something really go. You know, time in this phase can be super quick or it can be a much longer process. But 
what I would say is there's a there's a real trick in um you don't want to get stuck in this processing phase forever. <laughs> I've been there. It's not fun. <laughs> Sometimes at some point we're going to have to move forward and take that last sort of final step of the release part. And that's the opening of, you know, of our clenched fist. We're clinging on to something and it's letting that thing slip away. Um, It's the tree finally releasing that dead leaf so that a new leaf can bud and grow. Um, Death is never truly the end. You know, it's the changing of something from one form to another. The trees know this every autumn. Butterflies know this or the caterpillar, I should say, knows this. Um, We kind of mostly know this, but yeah, Death is a 13th card in the Major Arcana, and it's really, shocker, and it's really finally, you know, the final puzzle, piece in the puzzle. It's the transition from letting go of the things and seeing, feeling the space that has opened up. And death is a massive movement of trust. Trust that we are letting go of what we are meant to let go of, and trust that we, once we do, there will be space for bigger and better. just gonna close the door because I hear my family coming home this is unedited and that's why this stuff happens <laughs> okay so a couple of examples of my own release and space opening work that um I have done um I've mostly unpacked the idea that my body is wrong and unlovable and something to be fixed um and that I should spend all my extra time and energy on fixing this wrong, quote unquote, wrong body of mine. Um, I haven't, I'm, I would say mm, this is always going to be one I'm going to work with. But the work I've done so far has made room for more comfort in knowing that all bodies change always and that I'm worthy of love and good things no matter what my body is doing at any given time and that my body is my home and I deserve to live peacefully with it. Um. So I've released that fixed, tight, graspy energy. I'm trying to. <laughs> and I've moved into a bit more of space for knowing something different. And that gives me a lot of comfort. And it gives me a, it gives me a lot of space to move forward without that hanging over me, you know? Another story I have unpacked is that I'm lazy, impatient, and I never see anything through. And that I'm you know, I can't ever achieve greatness because I don't complete anything the way I'm supposed to, supposed to. Um, This release has made room for me to know that I am passionate about many things um, and keen to explore. Uh, And now that I've given myself permission to explore things I actually like, not just things I'm told I should like, and that are more in line with my core values, I'm more connected and dedicated to learning all that I can you know, and to, and to allowing myself to see how far I get with something or allowing myself to change my mind, you know, and to move on to something that's more, that I'm, that I'm more keen to do. So yeah, that's just two examples. And now it's your turn. <laughs> Is there something here that you can get started with a little, you know, and to help you get started with a little release work of your own? Um, and please don't worry if you have to revisit these things a few or many times. My relationship with my body is very complex, for example. It's a very complex one that has come about from a lifetime of stories and beliefs that were placed upon me by external sources that then became, you know, sort of external shit, right? 
I have to revisit this one a lot. And also, each time I do, I pull a little piece of myself back in and I release a little piece of the bullshit with every cycle of work. So it's not always a one and done thing. It's sometimes a little release and then a revisit and a little release and a revisit. And that's okay. If this is something you feel ready to tackle, but would maybe like a little support around it, I offer a really lovely supportive one-to-one coaching program that you can find out more about over on the website. Um, also, a lot of people find uh, a coaching informed tarot reading can help them gain a bit of clarity around this and get them started. Um, and there's also a link through the blog and Instagram. Um, you can find information about my tarot readings over on the on the website as well. And if you're looking to explore maybe getting to your own tarot work, um, from, you know, coming off the examples here, you can find out I've got two lovely tarot courses, an intro course, and then a little bit of a deeper dive um, course. And they're both also links through my website, shinetimecoaching.com. Um, or you can find them over at um, on Teachable and Shine Time Coaching. Thank you. Perfect timing. <laughs> Ding. That's the end of our podcast for me. I hope that you have found something in it that will get you started with a little bit of release work. Um, the theme over on Instagram all of May will be around this and release work. So um, you should be able to find some more supportive um, stuff over there as well. And yeah, thanks for listening. And we'll see you in June. Thank you so much for joining me here in this space. You can find out more about the work I do over on the website, which is shinetimecoaching.com, as well as over on Instagram at shinetime underscore coaching. If you enjoyed the podcast today, it would mean an awful lot to this human if you would consider leaving a weed review on your podcast listening platform of choice. I hope your month is full of what you want and even more of what you need. Until next month, take care, lovelies.